We're going to talk about today is the importance of grit, the importance of mindset, the dangers of the instant gratification world that we live in. Also, how you can use a bunch of tools and tricks to develop a zero compromise mentality. Welcome back to another episode of All or Nothing in Real Estate. I am your host, Matt Smith. I'm founder of All or Nothing in Real Estate. Um, this podcast is a movement to give back to the industry has given so much to me and my family. And so thank you guys for listening. I hope you get some good takeaways. Um, what's interesting about this movement, about this podcast is that we don't hold back. We don't have secrets. We don't, we give you everything. We give you the real information. It's not, uh, it's not theory. It's proven. And one of the things we're going to talk about today is the importance of grit, the importance of mindset, the dangers of the instant gratification world that we live in and also, how you can use a bunch of tools and tricks to develop a zero compromise mentality. Um, I really think that everything in life starts with mindset. And so today we're going to dive deeper into that so you can be successful. Uh, joining me today on this episode is Michael Salazar. Hey, Sal, hey. welcome. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, excited to have you here. Um, it's uh, Sal, is, Sal is our COO for Matt Smith Real Estate Group. Um, he had a prior, prior career, a very successful career in the United States Army. Um, and is an amazing leader. He is uh, uh, just, I think he has a great insight on some talks that we talked about actually in our last team meeting. Are you interested or are you committed? Because there's a massive difference. And so we're going to break some of that down today. Absolutely. Kim, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, so again, in this episode, we're going to talk about interest versus commitment. We're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about a lot of things that it takes through. I, I think that right now what I realize and recognize as a coach, as a team leader, People are struggling, right? They're struggling with um, when the market shifts, whenever things adjust, it just gets hard. And when life gets hard, your mindset really matters. And so um, this isn't going to be super specific to real estate, even though it applies so well to this business. And so, um, Sal, if I were to ask you, what's the difference in being interested and being committed? What would you say? I mean, it's... I think it's about like time and what you think you're going to get out of it, what you're willing to get out of it, and what you're willing to put into it. Yep. So um, an interest, you know, I, I'm i interested in watching a movie, but I can get up and leave the movie if, I'm, if mm-hmm. I don't like it, you know, versus um, the person that's committed to making the movie. Um, you know, there, there's people that are counting on you. There's a set budget. There's a set timeline. Um, there is, so you're committed to that um, the things that you're going to get out of it yeah. um, or you think that you'll get out of it versus what, you know, you, you absolutely want to get out of it. Sure. Um, that's, I, I think that's a huge difference and it starts with the mindset of, am I just going to be interested or do I really, really, really want to commit to this? One? Like as a real estate, are you going to dip your toe into the business? Are you going to quote unquote try real estate, which is one of my fucking buzzwords. I can't stand it. Right. Don't try it, do it or don't. Right. right? Um, there's a whole, movement podcast called all or nothing in real estate about it. Um, if you're going to do it, go all in yeah. or don't do it at all. Right. Like I truly believe in that. And so, um, I think what happens and where this com- came from was one of my mentors, Andy Frisella. Like there was a video that I watched on it and it really resonated with me because we just did our go to the board exercise with the team and everyone made quarterly commitments. And, uh, this isn't throwing one out of the bus, but just an observation is we already have some people kind of falling off the wagon, so to speak, of their commitments. And I see this all the time with New Year's resolutions, New Year, New Me, all this bullshit, right? Like, and it's if it if it takes a new year to be a new you, it's not going to last, right. right? It sounds good. It's the new cool thing to do versus you know what? I really want to make a change in my life. I have goals, I have hopes, I have dreams, and desires. I have people that are standing that are 
relying on me and I need to make these commitments day in and day out. And nothing's going to get in the way of doing that. You have that zero options mentality. That's what a commitment is versus, oh, well, this sounded good. And so I think I think I'm interested in maybe being a real estate agent. You're not going to make it in this market, right? Yeah, 100 percent. You know, they, they, they talk about uh, you see it on TV where uh, in, in 50 minutes, somebody makes a phone call and is at a house and then all of a sudden they're selling a, a $27 million piece of property. And uh, so if it happens on uh, a certain television, then, hey, I can do that over here in mid-Missouri. Uh, yeah. No, no training, no commitment, just to yep. bat your eyes, throw your hair around, and then boom, yeah. you're a millionaire. Yeah. It just doesn't work like that in the real world. world no. Right? Yeah, not, sorry. Not, not a reality. And um, I wish I could remember some of the analogies. Maybe you do with that Andy had of uh, being interested in something versus being committed because he, he told such a great story on it. Do you remember any of those? Um, well, I mean, he was very blunt. Yeah. And, you know, he was either, you know, you do it or you don't. You know, either fucking jump in, let's go, or get out of my way because I'm going to do yep. it. You know, and so if you want to be a part of it, like jump on board, I'm willing to take you. But if you're not committed, then you know, see ya. Yeah. It's been nice. Well, I think, I think one of the things he talked about is a lot of people give, like he's got a multiple, multiple billion dollar companies, right? right? And a lot of people say, your culture is so amazing. How'd you find all these great people? And I think what he said is they, I didn't find the people that are this caliber. I found people that were committed. They were willing to do what they said they were going to do. They put one foot in front of the other. They did the work with us. They built these skills as we developed. And I think what, what we forget is that we look at what people whether it's a leadership capability like yourself, all those years you put in leadership, that didn't happen overnight. Whether it's uh, someone that's a successful real estate agent and those skills that it takes to be a real estate agent, that stuff isn't, overnight success doesn't exist. It is built over a period of time from committed individuals that put in the work day in and day out. And I think that's where the, the quote unquote magic comes from is you have to be committed to whatever your cause is. You wanna have a better work environment? Are you committed to it? Yeah. Are you working daily micro commitments to improve that? Because it's getting better or worse. Your skill set is getting better or worse. Your health is getting better or worse. It's not stagnant. Too many people live on this world in accident and don't live on purpose. And you have to have commitments to yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a difference in having a big, hairy, audacious goal versus having a commitment you're going to do today to reach that goal. I think they're both valid. But I think where most people struggle is not finding that big goal that they're chasing but they find those they struggle with the stepping stones it takes to get there and it's it rhymes with work sure right yeah right and also you know they um a lot of people that are just interested um as soon as the first hurdle happens mm. they're out yep you know it's you, there's if you're going to work hard in life and you want to be successful in life you know that there's going to be hurdles and yeah. you're going to you're going to have to go through them um, because if you stop and you get out of the game, um, after the first hurdle, then yeah, that just, that just shows that you're not, you're not committed at all. hundred percent. Like life's hard, right? Right. And, um, what I love about being able to live a life where you accept responsibility and, and you're committed to whatever it is you're doing is you get to choose your heart, right? Absolutely. Hard happens. Absolutely. Are you going to choose the heart of the commitments or the result of not doing the commitments? Because hard things happen. You can't prevent it from happening. But what I like to do is choose my heart. And the heart is the stuff, the disciplines, the daily commitments I make to myself to make me the best version of myself so I don't have to suffer in other ways. Absolutely. And you can appreciate it yep. at the end of it, you know, if there's an end. Yeah. Because there isn't, you just keep going. Yep. 
You, you just, just keep going and going. Every time, yeah. Because you're gr- always growing, right? Every. If you, if, if you, I shared uh, something with our leadership team. If you want to become a better leader, guess what? It starts with you. Yep. You have to be a better, if you want better people in your organization, you have to be a better leader. And how do you become a better leader? By working on yourself. Absolutely. It starts from internal. It starts with the commitments and confidence you build in yourself by keeping the promises you made to yourself. Absolutely. Here's like, here's a good analogy that I share with the team a lot. And I think a lot of people can relate is, um, I think most people at some point in their life have had health and nutrition and fitness as a priority, whether they wanted to get in better shape, they wanted to lose weight, they wanted to gain weight, whatever it's some, at some point in time, most people have done something with that aspect and success and business, I think are very parallel with, with fitness and nutrition. And so, One of the things that I I use as an analogy is if you had to work out every morning, you had to wake up and work out every single morning, how many times would you look at that alarm at 5 a.m.? Say you had to wake up at 5 a.m. And you wake up and the alarm goes off. It's how many times do we look at that and snooze and not keep the commitment to myself? Versus if you had that same exact scenario, same exact plan, but you had a workout partner that was meeting you at the gym at 530. You're way more likely to not let them down. And you don't care so much about letting yourself down. Yeah. That's what true commitment is. That's what true discipline is. If you can keep the promises you make to yourself, you will be so proud of the person that looks back at you in the mirror, and then life gets way easier. Absolutely. You know, you talk about accountability, um, not only uh, having an accountability partner, but you also hand it at yourself um, and as a leader. Yep. Um, you know, we talked about uh, David Goggins. He has a, a mirror, and he looks in front of He calls it his accountability mirror. And every day, he talks to that mirror about how um, the things that he doesn't want to do that day, even though he's committed yep. to it, he doesn't want to do it. And he talks himself and he says he's a procrastinator. And then the next thing you know, boom, his shoes are on and he's out for his 20 mile run that he does every single day. Yep. You know, and so that's you, you got to be you got to hold yourself accountable. Realize that you are the first hurdle in this long road to greatness. 100%. Um, and if you got to. It, you have to self-realize that you're the one. Typically, if there's someone at fault, it's you. And then start with you and then work your way out from there. Yep, 100%. And you just can't... And again, like so many people, if I think that there's so many analogies I could use, but like there's so many people in the world that I just observe or notice or uh, even myself, right? Like there's things that I said I was committed to that I wasn't. Right. Right? And it's... Life gets so much easier if you can just acknowledge it and say, you know what? I wasn't committed to that. That was just sounded like a good idea at the time. Right. Like I've heard this from <clears throat> from all the gurus, from everyone. Like it's success is not defined by what you do on the days you feel good. Right. On when you feel good, when you want to conquer the world, you want to get up early, you want to do that workout, it's easy to everyone can win on those days. Yeah. But what do you do on the days where you don't feel like it? Yeah. What do you do on those days where you're like, you know what, this warm bed, I'm not feeling good, my body's sore. I made I made all these calls yesterday. I had a great day yesterday, so I'm going to take today off. Versus, you know what? I'm going to keep my commitments to myself no matter what. Zero options. Nothing is going to get in my way. Jeez, you know, if we had like a, uh, what do you call those things? Like a, a core value that would, if you're doing the right thing in the absence of others, you know, I just, yeah. some crazy thing called integrity that is, is so important. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree everything. 100%. Yeah, and what I love about our core value of integrity is inside of it is another hidden one, which is grit, right? We highlight that inside of it because I think grit and determination is a huge factor to success, especially in real estate, especially during today's marketplace. Absolutely. You know, you got to, you have to grind. You have got to work hard. Like real estate, because there is so much 
opportunity. Everybody in the world wants to be a real estate yep. agent. So thankfully, because of these TV shows, everybody <laughs> just goes out and becomes a real estate agent. And so you have competition. Yep. Um, but it's the ones that work hard, the ones that stay in the game, the ones that are doing the job when nobody else is. When everybody's taking a day off, who's the one with grit that is making the calls, that is getting in front of people? Those are the people. Those are the yep. ones that you're going to see that are committed and they're just not interested. Yep. Commitment wins. Yeah. Right? Every kids. time. Yeah. hundred um, percent. I want to talk about, we talk about choose your heart. I want to talk about uh, sacrifice. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of times where people try to live their lives and they avoid sacrifice. Mm. But the reality is no matter, no matter what you do in life, sacrifice is a part of it. What I think is that you, you sacrifice for the things that you want, meaning you give up the things that make you feel good for the things that you're committed to so you can reach this goal, or those things that you want, those dreams, those hopes, desires, those become the sacrifice. Absolutely. And so to me, the option's easy. I'm going to choose my heart. I'm going to choose my sacrifices, and I'm going to make sacrifices every day so I can accomplish what I want to accomplish for me, my family, and others. Absolutely. You know, if you don't, if you don't make the sacrifice, someone will. Yep. And they may make the decision for you, and you're not going to like the outcome, so you might as well choose it for choose it. Well, like I, I read I read a book. Um, I think it was called Change or Die. Um, one of my mentors, John Chep, like my coach, my good friend, mentioned uh, to read it. And it's, it just tells you a lot about human psychology, right? And uh, how the human brain works. And it talks about a bunch of studies about um, how people, even with cancer, like they have lung cancer, like. I don't remember the stats, but it's a staggering amount. Like I, my gut says 90, don't quote me to it, but it's a staggering amount of people go back to smoking. They get rid of the cancer. They win, they beat it. And they say, it won't, it'll only come back. If you go back to smoking, they go back to smoking. This will only come back. If you don't stay on a healthy diet, they go back to eating McDonald's every day. Yeah. So even death isn't enough for the humans to change. No. Right. And so I just think that it's, it's so crucial that we realize I lost track. What, what were you saying? I was talking about change or die, but what what was I going to hit on there? <laughs> I forgot, man. I just let you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. Uh, my brain's got so much going on. But so the human, the there's so much that happens that if, like, think about that for a second. If humans aren't willing to make a change so that they can continue to live life, no wonder commitment is such a, like, buzzword and so hard sure. for people to follow through. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you talk, you do talk buzzwords. You need to talk, like... Um, what I, what I'm used to and what my pleasures are versus what my pain is. Yep. And people will always take the pleasure over pain. Yep. And so, because they're not, they don't understand or they, they can't comprehend the greatness that is on the other side of that pain. Um, and so they will choose that pleasure, which just goes against or goes with exactly what you're saying. Well, we watched a video on this. We talked about this recently too. Like pain is normal, right? Guess what mastery is? The pursuit of pain. Right. How do you become great at something? You have to experience pain. You have to be committed to it. You have to go over and over and over. And so if you're watching this, you want to be great at real estate, guess what? You want to be a master. And that comes with pain. Pain is a part of the recipe. And so just embrace it. Learn from it. Find the pain shows you your gaps, which shows you where you can grow. And that like that's part of the journey. And if you set those proper expectations, you realize that pain is normal. Pain is a part of the process. Then you expect pain. And it doesn't hurt as bad. And you're able to learn from it and grow from it. Absolutely. You know, we talk, even in real estate, the smallest little tiny uh, metric that we use, like conversation, people don't like rejection. Boom, that's your pain right there. You don't like rejection. Well, expect it. Yeah. Expect that you're going to get hung up on. Well, I'm going to call again. Yep. And I'm going to call again. And I'm going to call again. 
And oh, so, and I'm not, give you, and I'm not me, going home. Let me give you a tip for uh, those of you that uh, that get hung up on and get frustrated. Here's my favorite thing to do in real estate when I get hung up on is I just laugh it off, but I call them back instantly. Right. I'll even double down sometimes. And if they answer, or if they don't answer, I'll call them from another number. If they answer, be like, oh, I called you from another number because, Sal, I think my phone got disconnected. I know good and well they hung up on me. Right. But I, I just, I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong thing to do. Maybe I shouldn't be teaching people that. But, like, I'm... I'm not giving up on them yet. Exactly right. Exactly right. Now you just I remember. I remember Lauren on our on our team. Um, she's one of our top producers. She was telling a story back when she started. Um, the very first phone call that she made with someone, they hung up on her, and she didn't give up. She kept calling. They ended up buying a house with her. She had 78 outbound phone calls with them before they ended up closing. Jeez, the very first one they hung up on her, but she didn't give up. That's good. Nice. Right? Like that's obviously that's not how every sale goes. But what if she wouldn't have done that? You right. know. And imagine the experience those people had and how that probably turned into positive word of mouth from people that didn't want a real estate agent and all those things. Sure. And then imagine the business that she would have had if she would have just given up on that one after yep. two or three phone calls. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, I think another thing that caught, that makes people struggle with keeping commitments is we live in an instant gratification world. There's so much in the palm of your hands. You get what you want. What's you you order yeah. yeah, do you order you order food? You order you order I don't even go to the grocery store. It gets delivered to my front front porch, right? right? Like you want fast food? DoorDash will bring it to you in 20 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's we live in this instant gratification world and I think people expect expect success, expect a skill to happen overnight. Like uh, I did a presentation on this uh, uh, in Tahoe when I was speaking on stage and it was like, you can't get 30 minute abs, like the old Domino's 30 minute abs commercial. You can't. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm. Like, right. Like you can't just say like, Hey, I've been working abs for 30 minutes and boom, there they are. Right. It's a extended body of work over a period of time. And everyone, that's why I think health and fitness is so parallel to success, especially in real estate Right. is because you can't, you can't have five pendings overnight. It's a body of work over an extended period of time. And it takes that time. It takes that consistent effort. And so if you're able to delay gratification, that's a huge key to success, not only in life, but in, in real estate. Delayed gratification is, is crucial. Sure. You know, but if you consider the gratification, you, you can even play into the gratification by, you know, we want the sale. We want the, for real estate, you want the close. Sure. Right? Well. Of course we do. Break it down. What's the first victory? Yep. You know, if you want the instant gratification, they answered the phone. There's your instant gratification. Yep. You know, you had a conversation. There's the next gratification. Keep it going. You know, just keep hunting down. Hunt the good stuff. You know, ask for the pain because you're going to go through it. And I promise you at the end, it will pay off. Yeah. So that reminds me, reminds me of something I need to do better as team leaders that we used to speak Oh, I, and we track everything, right? And but um, so maybe some of you can learn from this too. Is this something I'm going to bring back? Is that I used to speak openly in one on ones and team meetings with the agents what our converse, each conversation is worth. Sure. What each hang up is worth. What each appointment set is worth. What does that mean to dollars? And it was like at one point in time, it was like eighteen dollars per conversation. No. It's way easier to have conversations, even if it doesn't send an appointment. Like there's eighteen bucks. Yeah. There's eighteen bucks. There's eighteen bucks. Right. Like, would you not talk to someone for $18? Sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me more conversations. But what we what we realize and what you and I are aware of and most people probably listening is the more conversations you have, the more houses you're going to sell too. Absolutely. Real estate's a contact sport, right? Um, and so I just think you have to avoid the shiny object syndrome we fall for in this business. You have to avoid, if you're looking for low-hanging fruit in this business, yeah, sure, there's lead sources that promise that, but 
here's my opinion on that. If you if your business is relying on low-hanging fruit lead sources, there's people like these amazing people that work on my team, they're going to get that business before you get a chance, and you're not going to have any leads. Sure. Because we're building relationships early, we're building them often, and we're building our pipeline on a daily basis, not waiting for the people that are just ready to buy today or just ready to sell today. It's very rare that that happens. They, they, have, they have a nurturing process, right? And so get them early, get them often, and realize that's a good thing. Absolutely. You know, if you got the low-hanging fruit, somebody messed up. Yep. 100%. And I think last thing on instant gratification is um, I use the 90 day rule, right? Yeah. And it goes again, fitness, right? It's something supporting me right now. I'm on 75 hard. I've just kind of ramped that up. And so it's just on top of my, my mind right now, but um, you can't work out and do, say you do hundred push ups a day, right? Say that's your workout and you're eating healthy, right? Whatever, whatever your workout routine is. Um, and say you do it for a week and you don't see any results. Does that mean that it's not working? Or does that mean there's just not been enough time for it to work? Right. How many agents will make, keep their commitments for a week or two weeks or do their New Year's resolution for two weeks or three weeks and then be like, ah, this isn't for me anymore? It's because they were interested in it. They weren't committed to it. But if they just realize, and I, um, I don't know if we can find it and put it on the screen, but um, I think most people have seen it by now. There's like a meme of like this cartoon guy digging in the mine, right? And he's, one guy's turning around walking the other way. Another guy's still digging. And the guy that turned and walked away one more swing of the axe, he would have got to the goal. Right. We just give up too soon. It takes time, delayed gratification. And so what you do today, especially in your real estate business, doesn't you don't you can't expect a result. Let's talk about expectations. Don't expect a result for 90 days. Don't pick your head up from this appointment, these conversations you had today won't reflect in your business until 90 days from now. Sure. And if you have that expectation, you realize we live in a 90-day world. And you can delay that gratification once you pick your head up in 90 days from now. It's a whole different business and a whole different world that you live in with lots of business for you. Absolutely. You know, so the, the other portion, uh, you did talk about a 90-day rule, and it kind of goes into that, that physical fitness thing. You know, after a certain amount of time, you'll feel the difference. After a longer period of time, you'll see the difference. Yep. And after an even longer period of time, somebody else will see the difference. Yeah, what is, I think it's 30 days. They say 30 days, a rule of thumb, you should see difference in fitness. Right. 60 days, your close friends and family should see, and 90 days, strangers should see. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you want strangers to see the impact in your real estate right. business, right? It takes 90 days. So make the realistic expectation yep. on that, and then, you know, understand that what you think is going to happen may not happen. And so yep. make sure that that, uh, that, that expectation is set properly. I love it. Um, I want to I want to talk a little bit more about grit. I think um, we talked about accountability. We talked about grit. I think that those go hand in hand, right? Like you have to be gritty. This this business can be tough, right? It can it can punch you in the mouth, <laughs> and um, it's uh, I love how you laugh about it. <laughs> it's uh, but it, it can. It's tough, right? Yeah. Like there's there's battles that we fight in this industry in this business, um, but we you have to expect it if you expect every deal to go smooth every deal to be perfect like you're gonna be disappointed and that's when pain becomes unbearable is because you set the wrong expectations if you realize that you have a deal that's gonna fall apart guess what deals fall apart go get more absolutely and if, you, if you have five of them one falls apart that one doesn't matter as much right right like but you have that one and you're hugging it and you're you're everything's poured into it and you stop doing what you know you should be doing with your commitments daily to create more and then that one falls apart now your world's crashed and i just think that you have to realize that that perseverance and that pushing through in this business especially in these times in this marketplace is crucial because here's what i will tell you on the other side of pain on the other side of this grit on the other side of pushing through when others give up 
that's where the reward is. And what is crazy is um, we just had a call with uh, with Coach Pipes, and he used this analogy. And I use a snowball analogy, pushing a snowball up a hill. But I like his plane. He used a plane analogy. Planes use like 60% of their fuel on takeoff. And it's because you have to gain that momentum to get up. And he used an analogy of if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see the video. As you're, as you're going up and the plane gets to where you're at cruising altitude, you can, ex- you can feel like you sit back in your seat because the plane slows down. And it stops using the fuel. It's just kind of coasting, right? But it's because it's built that momentum of taking off and getting to cruising altitude. And it takes 90 days in this business to get to cruising altitude. Absolutely. You have to keep your head down. You have to have that grit to do it. And, you know, the fun part is also is keeping with that same mentality, but that's where the roller coaster comes in. Yep. You know, so you've 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 sprinted for this hard, yep. you know, you're working hard, 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 and you're tired. Rightfully so. You've been busting your ass for it. And so you want to take a break. Well, then, boom, it goes down because yep. you did Now you're crashing your plane. Absolutely. So you're going down and then you go, oh, OK, I'm, I'm, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. And then you go back down again. And so we want to get to that. Dude, this is such altitude. a great analogy because right? how much fuel do you use when you're on takeoff? Yeah, yeah. 60%. Yeah. And so if you start going down and you got to cruise again, yeah, you're going to run out of fuel. And you wonder why so many agents get out of the game. You wonder why they get burnt out. Yeah. Right? Quit riding the damn roller coaster. Yeah. Right? You have Once you get to cruising altitude, that doesn't mean stop doing things, but that means you don't have to sprint the whole damn time. Right. Right. You can... Um, you can kind of pull back a little bit and observe where your holes are, observe where your gaps are, get with a great coach, reach out to um, anyone in our in our private group. We're here to help you through those things to see what that looks like. But that doesn't mean that you have to work 80 hours a week the rest of your life. There's leverage you can create in this business, but it comes with putting in the work first. Absolutely. And if you if if you put in the work now and you're constantly putting in those pipelines, you know, you're, you're constantly putting those, those people in your pipeline, you won't be as hard on the next time that you're yep. trying to refill because they're already there. It's just revolving. Yep. And that's where you have that nice band of excellence. 100%. Um, we have on, on our paper, Eat Your Frog Every Morning, and you said, what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm um, not from here. <laughs> <laughs> so so what that is is um, uh, you hear me say it in Master Your Mornings, right? And so real estate is a – it's hard to control your schedule for some people. I think time management is something a lot of agents and people struggle with. And one of the things that I teach and I've learned from great mentors is they eat your frog first, which your frog is your toughest task. Get it done. Right. What is the one thing that you don't want to do today? Do it first. Right. Get it out of the way. It makes the day way easier. You get to start with the win, dopamine, all that stuff. Right. Um, but I think also um, master your mornings. We just had a, a conversation with an agent this morning. And that's exactly what we talked about is I use Brian Danny as a reference. If you guys don't know who Brian Danny is, go check him out. Follow him on social. One of my good friends. Great, great, uh, great real estate agent. He's also a coach. Um, great dude. Great contributor to the industry as well. Um, he sold one hundred million dollars in a year as an agent on a team. One hundred million dollars in one year. I asked him what his secret was. He said, dude, calendar consistency. That was it. I was expecting some big, crazy lead source or something. He's like, nope, I I live and die by my calendar. And he said, I master my mornings. He gave me his morning workout, work, or his morning uh, work routine, and he's done by noon on most days. And he, get, he gets to do what he wants to do in the afternoon because every single day he's intentional with his time. He works it like it's a business, and he's proactive every single day. Absolutely. You know, you, we talk about mastering the mornings and committing to that and making it non-negotiable. And I think too often we have people that would rather negotiate that, that painful, painful thing of making phone calls or uh, prospecting and 
Um, they'll figure something else out that they need to do that's more important and then get mad at the fact that their business is not thriving. Yep. Well, no shit. You know, you didn't commit. You didn't do We We give you the answers to the test here. Yep. I don't know. I don't know any business that would say do this and I promise you, you're going to be well uh, and then get mad when it when they don't do it. We go. Yeah, we told you so. Just yeah. do this. Yep. Commit, please. Yeah, and I think too, like, so agents, if you're if you're an agent on a team, this is important. Team leaders, you're welcome. Let me give you some insight. If you're an agent on a team and you're struggling, you're agent in a, an organization and you're struggling. You go to your manager, you go to your team leader, you go to your coach, you go to someone, and you ask for help and say, "Hey, help me. I want to do better." Don't handcuff your coach. Don't handcuff your mentor. Don't handcuff your leader. You have to have time on task and there has to be a body of work for them to observe, to find the gaps to help you improve. If you've only had a hundred conversations in the first quarter of the year, I can't help you. Yeah. I don't have, there's not enough work for me to find the gaps. I'm sorry. Right. Make more conversations and then we'll have this conversation. Then we'll, then I I will, I want to help. But the only way I can help right now is you got to do more work. Absolutely. Yeah. If you, you got to, you have to put in some sacrifice in order for me to commit to helping you. Like I, we, we want to help so much and we yep. want everybody's business to be just thriving. But if you're doing the bare minimum, yep. there's not enough data to go off of. Well, less than the bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Less than the bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so the point is, is that work works. You have to build this consistency. You got to be committed to it every day, each and every day. Like here's an analogy I use too. um, agents, this will be, um, um, I think interesting for you is I gave I gave uh, this speech to the team. I said, I, I want you if I had the perfect agent and the perfect agent had 10 conversations a day, that was the perfect agent. So that would be in a, f- a five day working day, it would be 50 conversations a week. Or so I had th- that agent was agent A, I had agent B that did 150 conversations in a week, but they did them all in one day. So they came in and they worked their ass off one day a week. They did triple the work. Which one do you think I would prefer to have? Yeah. Give me Mr. Consistent. Yeah. All day long. It's not always about doing more. It's about being consistent, being disciplined, building that cadence. There's so much involved. I would rather someone that did a third of the work but did it consistently, and I promise you they will achieve more success. Well, sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's it it falls that that analogy falls right in line with, you know, the plane. Yep. I mean, we can use that for everything, but it's it's right there. Um, something else we talked about pain earlier and I think I heard this quote and I think it's very crucial pain is a part of life you are going to have suffering you're going to experience pain right you get to choose your heart and choose your sacrifices but pain is a part of life pain is normal but suffering is optional you choose whether you suffer or not just because you're in pain doesn't mean you have to be suffering pain is normal embrace it mastery is the pursuit of pain you should chase pain in your life because that helps you grow it helps you evolve it helps you be a better person how many times have you heard someone say change happens outside of your comfort zone guess what it's uncomfortable to be in pain but that's also where you grow so if you want more growth in your life you want to be a master you want to make more money you want a better relationship you want a better health go chase more pain yeah you know we talk about that suffrage is is optional um I think too often in life, people get, they get themselves into that pity party yep. where it's like, oh, woe's me. Look at what's happened to me. You know, cool. You know, stop the whining and move on. Yep. Like it, it, it happened. You can't fix what already happened. Now let's move on and prevent it from happening 
again yep. or you know we're gonna soften the blow for next time but that's up to you on how long you want to have that pity party for sure you know so yeah well <laughs> it goes back to i mean i love quotes right, right. so life doesn't happen for me it happens to me right or no life doesn't happen to me it happens it for me. me i said right. it backwards right so all this pain life doesn't happen to me pain doesn't happen to me it happens for me pain is a good thing embrace it you're going to expect pain be a, it's a part of life. And so instead of saying life has me down, life's beating me up. No, all of this stuff is happening so that you can be a better version of yourself and you can learn and grow and evolve from it. Like I've shared this. I had a whole presentation again in another speaking event that I was at that I shared on this exact concept is I shared my story and all the struggles that I've went through and the hundreds of thousands of dollars stolen from me, the lawsuits, the, the, I could go on and on and on being completely broke with behind on electric bills. When I got a newborn at home, started a new career. Like there's so much that has happened, but I'm glad it did without those things happening, without me experiencing that in my life, I would not be where I'm at today. Yeah. You wouldn't have the grit. That's right. You know, so that, you know, the, like the greats, it's not about the, the person that wins all the time is not has never been great you know that the the silver spoon is has never been great yep. you know you talk about michael jordan who was cut from his high school basketball team um or uh kobe bryant who um was the worst basketball player in his sophomore year practiced two hours a day every single day and became the best basketball player in the state the following year what about tom brady right? being picked basically last in the draft right. and now the best quarterback of all time absolutely you know you got you got the, those goats had some sort of adversity, yep. and at the moment of pain, they decided, "I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and suffer. I'm gonna fix it, and I'm gonna be better, so I can come back and say that I did it." And yes. then they continue to do it and do it and do it, and now, boom, they got a goat title around their their name. Yeah, hundred percent, man. That's yeah, that's gold, pure gold. Like it's the your ability to endure pain and to endure the unknown the things that happen to you and to make them your own accept responsibility for your role in that and go learn from it and do better and be better like that's that's yeah. the key to success that, that pain is what builds your armor that's right you know for future fights because you're going to be in them they're inevitable yep. it's going to happen so how yep. thick is how thick do you want your armor Dude, I love it. Um, I think, too, uh, part of what I think helps with com we talk about commitments to me in real estate commitments is daily wins. Right. You need a daily commitment. That's my my opinion. Um, some people fight back. Cool. You win. I don't want to fight you on it. Um, I just know what works for me. What I see work for others. If you don't want to listen, you don't have to. Right. Do your own way. Um, but I know that daily wins works. And so one of the ways that I um, and we did a whole episode on this. Go check out the power list episode. We talked about the power list and it's not my list. I stole it from Andy Frisella, um, but it works so well. It's five critical tasks that you do every single day that are non-negotiable, zero options. Nothing is going to get in the way. I'm going to do these five things. The five critical tasks that are the biggest needle mover for you in your life today. What are they? Some of them could be, hey, I need to get healthy. I need to eat. It needs to be specific. I need to eat under this money calories, right? right? I need to work out for this amount of time or more. I need to make this many phone calls in my business. I need to set one appointment. I need to do this one hour training. What are those five things? Whatever they are. They could be adjustable until you build that habit and that callus or that armor, as you said. But you have to have zero compromise on that. And that leads that goes back to are you interested in those things? Are you committed to them? Yeah. And if you you would be so surprised the power of that power list. If you do those five things, if you pick the right five things and you do those every single day for a week and you put a W on top of the page and you circle it and you won five days in a row and you won the week, 
you had a great week. You feel like a winner. You get that that those um, endorphins, those those uh, that adrenaline, all that stuff goes through your body of like, wow, I'm a winner. You start believing your own story. You start looking at the mirror, being, being proud of the person that you see, and then you become a person that actually can be successful, a person that actually keeps their commitments that they make to themselves, and that's like a huge key to success. Absolutely, and if you know, and if there are people that have a hard time doing it by themselves, then get somebody with you. Yes. You know, we, I know you, you talked about, you know, you are who the five people you surround yourself with get people that are, will, will absolutely get on board with you that, that are truly there to watch you succeed and will be there to hold you accountable. That's if you're having a hard time and you can't self-motivate, find that person, find those people yep. and they will be there. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Here's what accountability is necessary in life, right? I made a post on this today um, that champions run towards accountability. They seek it. They yeah. want more of it in their life. The average person runs away from it. Yeah. You get a choice. What do you want? Do you want to be a champion or do you want to be average? Right. I don't average. Average is a negative word in my life, right? You say, oh, you did, a, you did an average job. Fuck you. Right. Right. Like that's a, no, that's a, yeah. like you just flip me off. You know what I mean? Like, right. no, that's not good. That's not your best. No. Um, I don't want to be average. Right. I don't want to be ordinary. I want to put that little extra in it. Right. There you go. Extraordinary. And so, like, I think accountability is a huge part of that. It goes with um, commitments, too. Are you willing to be held accountable to your commitments? Are you seeking accountability from someone? Because accountability is the highest form of love you can show an individual. I think what's the problem with accountability is that a lot of people have accountability backwards or they've experienced accountability in the wrong way. So they've had they've been condemned. They've been judged. Right. They've been made feel bad. Like. I think about like sometimes with my kids, I don't hold them accountable the right way. Sometimes I get emotional and I yell and I scream and throw shit, right? Like it's just part of, part of life. And that's not, I'm trying to teach them a lesson and I get frustrated, but I have to realize and check myself. Like, I don't want them to be afraid of accountability because right. accountability is a good thing. And so I think where that comes from is like, we all, I think we probably, most of us have experienced accountability in the wrong way. Right. We've been judged or condemned, made to feel bad. Um, but ac accountability, again, is the highest form of love you can show someone. You need to find someone that loves you enough to tell you the truth. But the true way to hold someone accountable is to observe or notice without judgment. Sure. You observe or notice without judgment. Don't judge them. Don't tell them you're they're a third party observer. You're a third party observer to their situation. They wanted this commitment, not you. Are they doing it for them? And are you there to help hold them accountable to it? That's Absolutely. what real accountability is. Absolutely. But there, I mean, there are different forms of accountability. Sure. And so somebody's, you know, sometimes it does call for, you know, throwing shit and screaming and, yelling, yeah, you know, true. sometimes it calls for that. But in general, no, yeah. it can be as simple as, you know, hey, let's go for a run. You know, and it's on their accountability chart, yep. that, you know, it's they, they have committed to running two miles a day. Yep. And so you just show up randomly. Like, hey, let's go for a run. Yeah. You know, that's accountability. You go with them. Yeah, yep. absolutely. 100%. I love it. Um, so zero compromise mentality. Um, that reminds me of a story that uh, is very near and dear to my heart. I remember when I first started in real estate. Um, when I first started in real estate, I started completely broke. Uh, if you want more on that story, go back to listen to episode one. We uh, we talked a lot about that story. But it was completely broke, starting a new career, had a newborn at home. And this business takes a while to get going, right? And I remember I was committed I wanted something more. I don't know what it was. There was something inside of me. I wanted more from me and my family. I wanted more. I didn't know what more meant. I didn't know what it was. I just wanted more. And so I just kept chasing and kept chasing and kept chasing. And so I got into real estate, completely broke, like months behind an electric bill, no food in the fridge type of broke. 
And I remember one of my commitments was I'm not coming home until I set an appointment. There was nights where I didn't come home till midnight. And I came home with my tail between my legs. But you're not going to set an appointment at midnight in real estate, right? Um, so I did everything that I could to attempt to do that. But what that did for me is, is that really allowed me to set the stage that most days I was able to set at least one appointment because that was my commitment. And I did every zero options. Nothing's going to get in my way except for midnight, right? Like until it gets dark outside and no one starts answering the phone, and everyone's sleeping, I'm not going home. I'm going to keep grinding. I'm going to find a way. Um, and what that led to was my first full year in real estate. And I say this humbly, it's just, it's just the reality of what creates success. My first full year of real estate, I was rookie of the year, sold more than any other individual agent has ever done and had ever done on our board and sold 74 homes. My first full year in real estate with zero experience, zero sales experience. And it's because I just kept those commitments to myself. An analogy I think that is so relevant to a lot of people is go back to caveman days, right? If you're in a cave and you got you got the daddy caveman, whatever you right. want to call him, right? Leaving the leaving the cave. What was one of the things that, that the wife yells at him, right? You see in the TV, hey, don't come back without food. That's right. I wasn't coming back to the cave without food, right? Like that was my commitment. And that level of grit and determination is what has led to my success that I have today. And if you're not, I wasn't interested in real estate. I had zero fucking options. Nothing was going to get in my way of setting an appointment. Did I win every day? Fuck no. But I won a lot more days than I lost. And it's because of that unwavering commitment and determination. And there's too many people. Fuck it. This is my podcast. So I'll say what I want. There's too many people in this world that are Nancyfied and sissified that, oh, well, it's okay. You gave your best. Fuck that. If your best wasn't good enough, get better. Yeah. Like try harder. Go practice more. Like my daughter, she plays basketball. She lost every game that she played. She came home and she was like, well, at least we played. I said, no. Yeah, I'm glad that you played. I'm glad you showed up. I'm glad you played hard. You did play hard. But we need to practice. Did you want to win? Yeah, I want to win, Daddy. All right, we got to get better. Well, somebody said, I heard another parent say, it's okay, you tried your best. And I said, you did try your best, and I'm proud of you for that. But what if we can make your best better? Who do you think is going to have a better chance in life throughout the world? Someone that said, oh, well, you tried your best. Good enough. You showed up. Even though they were sitting around in the court tying their shoes the whole game, right? Or someone that actually is working on getting better. You know what my daughter asked me? She said, Daddy, can we get a new basketball goal? I want to practice more. She asked me that. Yeah. Because of how those conversations go. And so, like, I'm not saying, like, hey, look at me. I'm the best. Whatever. I'm just saying that we need more of that in this world. We need less participation trophies. We need more accountability, more commitment, and more realizing that sometimes your best isn't good enough. And that's okay. Guess what? You can get better. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... There is a money quote, uh, or is it, there's a quote in a movie called Moneyball, and they talk about, you know, everybody is told at some point that you're not going to be the starting first baseman for the New York Yankees. But I will tell you, when people give up early about becoming the first baseman for the New York Yankees, that's where, you know, that's where it lies. You got to yep. get up and you got to try and yep. you got to, you got to work hard and you are going to fail. Um, but if you commit to being better, if you commit to understand, you know, you understand that you are going to fail some days. You're not going to always win, but the drive yep. is going to keep you coming back tomorrow. Do you want to tell your kids that it's okay to lose? Yeah, fuck that. No. no. Winners win. That's right. And if you lose, guess what? You learn. Yeah. And it's painful and it sucks and it sucks. I have a big ass heart for my kids. I have a big ass heart period, but especially for my kids. I've got a soft spot for my little girls, but 
it's tough to watch them cry. It's tough to watch them be upset, but that's part of life. If they don't learn it now, they're going to learn it later. Like losing sucks, and I want them to feel that suck so that they become winners. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Um, so I think I think that goes to um, another point. Like it's I think it's it's just so like relevant to everything that's on my mind is that like a lot of my my success that I've experienced, a lot of other people like I'm I'm nowhere near like successful, right? But I, I've 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 come a long way in my life and through this journey. And one of the things I've realized you have to have that strong why, that strong strong motivating factor. And I talked about my kids a lot on this show, and it's because they're a big part of that, right? Like I truly believe that your kids don't believe what you say. They believe what they see, right? And so um, another – I'm just name-dropping today. Um, but another one of the guys I follow, Ed Milet, um, he says this. He's doing this very passionate speech, and I've watched this video on repeat probably 20 times. I wish I could say it the same way he does. I'll do my best. Um, but he says, how many of you as parents love your kids? And the whole audience raised their hand, right? Um, like hundreds of thousands of people in the audience. And uh, he's like, awesome. How many of you tell your kids, go chase your dreams? Go do what you can be anything you want to be, son. You can be anything you want to be, daughter. How many of you say that? Everyone raises their hands. Awesome. I got bad news for you. Your kids are going to figure you out someday. They don't believe that what you tell them, they believe what you do. How many of you are chasing your dream still? And how many of you gave up on it? Your kids are going to figure you out. If, so what if your kids said to you, they said, hey, I want to go be president of the United States, which my daughter has said to me before. Go, girl. You got it. How can I help? What if, what if I said you can be anything that you want to be? She's like, well, daddy, you wanted to be a real estate agent. Why aren't you a real estate agent? If you can be anything you can be, how come I can but you can't? Are you a hypocrite? Are you really living for others? Are you really living by example? There's just so there's so much tied to finding that motivation, that why on why you want to be a better person. What I love, one of the like I had three of them today. Um, I call them goosebump moments. Everyone makes fun of me, um, but it's just when I'm really passionate talking about something that really matters to me and lives that we're able to impact. I think a lot of people under downplay the the impact that your life has on the rest of the people around you. you they say you want to be around the five people that you, you, you want to hang around five people that you want to become. Right. You also impact those five people and then you impact those five people. And then those five people impact those five people. The domino effect of you becoming the best version of yourself. It's like, it is contagious in a good way. Like here's a real life example in our organization and not even in our organization. There's a team that I coach right now. Guess what they're doing? Their entire team, 75 hard. They're on week three. You know why? Because I led the way. Because yeah. I did it. I shared my story. I shared my example of what it's done for me, how it has changed my life for the better and how I wanted that for them too. And they're committed to doing it. And that's going to impact like just the things that you do, the actions that you take matter in this world. Quit settling for mediocrity. Quit settling for for less. Don't just be interested. Keep your fucking commitments you make to yourself and you make to others. Yeah, yeah. Be hard on yourself. It's okay. Yep. You'll go for you. You you are a lot stronger than you think. Hundred percent. Yes. I love it. Awesome. Um, I think that's really all I got. We kind of talked about having accountability partners. We talked about. Um, I think accountability partners is huge. You got to find someone that, that cares enough to hold you accountable. I loved your analogy of someone running along with you. If you want a coach, you need a coach, you need a mentor. Guess what? I know a couple. Reach out. I'm happy to help. Um, and that's not a ploy for me to 
charge you money. If you need help, reach out. I will help you. If you decide you want to coach, awesome. If not, awesome. I'm, I'm here to help. That's what this group, that's what this movement is about. Um, mastermind groups. If you're not a part of mastermind groups, you should be. Um, it's one of the things I really enjoy about this career and my journey is that I get to hang around other like-minded people from all across the world. And it just really allows me to see things from a different perspective, and you guys should too. Um, if you want to know more about those, reach out. Um, sometimes I get free tickets, and maybe you can come with us. Um, but there's a lot of those things that really help develop grit, help develop accountability, help you stay that committed individual that's going to change not only your world, but honestly, if you change your world, guess what? You're changing the entire world. It's It starts with one person at a time. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add? No. I mean, I will just say that um, if you think that you are in a rut or you are having a hard time trying to commit, you're not alone. There yep. are so many people that are just in the same boat. Yes. And so get together with somebody like you can challenge each other and then boom, you're going to change. You're going to change somebody else's life. They're going to change yours. And I tell you, you said it before, you know, winning is contagious yep. and, and it's a, it's a great feeling. Just don't stop. Continue yeah. it. Yeah. And it's, it's normal to feel like uh fear to feel scared, to be like, Oh no, like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Uh, you get imposter syndrome guys, all that's normal. I'm listening to David Goggins book right now. I know yeah, you yeah, are yeah. too. Hell yeah. And like David Goggins is a super accomplished human, right? Like he's probably known for being one of the most disciplined people on the planet, right? Like that's what he's known for. He shared in his book very um, humbly and transparently that he wakes up every single day with doubts and fears, right? He looks in that accountability mirror. Yep. Guess what? He's human too. Yep. He doesn't have anything that you don't have. He just overcomes those fears yep. and you can too. Yeah, he will. He absolutely does what he says he's going to do. Yep. 100% reliable. Yep. Love it. Um, that goes back to integrity, right? Yeah, Are you a person of integrity yourself even? Yeah. I love it. Um, another cool tool, guys, 75 Hard. I've mentioned it a couple times. Um, I don't have any skin in the game, uh, but it's just been a life-changing program for me, and I think it can for you too. So check it out. Um, and of course we have this, this private, we have all or nothing real estate. You can check our website. Um, you can check out our private group on Facebook. There's a lot of contribution and different things going on in that community. If you want a community of like-minded individuals, this could be the community for you. So check it out. And, uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, this is a movement. This is a way to give back to the industry has given so much to me, to my family, to our MSREG family, right? It's this business has done a lot for us and this is our way to contribute and give back. So all that I ask, if you found value of this, Share it with a friend, share it on social, share it with people you care about, because I think this can impact their life too. Sal, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks for the invite.